there are certain Sundays that um, when we're singing, it's like the words catch. <laughs> you know, like I have sung that song I don't know how many times. Um, but there was something about hearing the song this morning that I realized like, oh, this is what it means when, um, when we proclaim within the Christian faith that, that God comes with a new word. They are ancient words, but God comes with a, with a new word, um, that God is our, is our present help. And so I pray that um, this morning as you hear these words that are proclaimed from Scripture, maybe you have heard them over and over again. Maybe you have read them in your own devotional um, or quiet time. But I pray that these words would catch, that you would hear them in a new way. And if, um, if you might need to, to ask God that you not only hear these words with your human ears, but also with the ears of your hearts, that these words might also be lived out beautifully in our lives. Hear now the first five verses in Psalm 33. Rejoice in the Lord, O you righteous. Praise befits the upright. Praise the Lord with the lyre. Make melody to God with the harp of ten strings. Sing to him a new song. Play skillfully on the strings with loud shouts. For the word of the Lord is upright, and all God's work is done in faithfulness. God loves righteousness and justice. The earth is full of the steadfast love of the Lord. I want you to hear verse 5 one, once again. God loves righteousness and justice. The earth is full of the steadfast love of the Lord. Friends, this is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Now, um, if you do not know this, I want you to know this now, that the Psalms are considered like the songbook of Scripture. And Psalm 33 and these first five verses basically check all of the boxes for what you want for a classic psalm of praise. Uh, you hear about the goodness um, and the power and the glory of God. Check. You hear about how we posture ourselves in praise. We come with stringed instruments and with the lyre and with the melody, even with loud shouts. Check, check, check. This is a classic psalm of praise, but it is in verse 5 that we are going to land and anchor ourselves this morning. It says this, that God loves justice and righteousness that the earth is full of the steadfast love of the Lord. In fact, I might invite you this week to take on this passage of Scripture, this, this last verse, verse 5, as a verse that you memorize. God loves righteousness and justice. The earth is full of the steadfast love of the Lord. Now, if you have been with the Southeast Raleigh Table for the month of February, you know that we are in a sermon series called Rest in Love, and we have been talking all about love, friends. We talk about how God loves us. Oh, how deep is the Father's love for us that we would be called children of God because that's who we are. We left this place last Sunday knowing that we are loved by God, hard stop, there's nothing we can do about that. And the first week of this sermon series, we talked about how we are clothed in love. Above all else, clothe yourselves in love. That when we are out and about in this world, that when people bump into you, they bump into those who are dressed, adorned by the master tailor in the clothes of love. 
We know how deeply God loves us. But this morning, this is what I also want you to know, is that God also loves righteousness and God loves justice. While God loves us and loves us whole, there are other realities that God also attends to and catches God's heart, namely righteousness and justice, which I want to make um, the case that both righteousness and justice are anchored in love. So I'm going to go ahead and give you the thesis, which means that if you fall asleep from this point on, you already know what you need to take away from this Sunday. Okay, friends, that's how gracious of a pastor I am. That righteousness might be the way that we understand how we love ourselves the way that God loves us. And that justice is the way in which we love the world through right action. God loves righteousness. God loves the way we love ourselves, whole and holy. Also, God loves justice because God loves the way in which we take up right action. We radically love the world whole. Bam, you can go to bed now, (laughs) friends. So let's start with righteousness. This is one of those sermons where literally I've got two points. I'm I'm a a Methodist pastor. I'm not a Baptist pastor, so I don't have three points. I have two points today. Number one, let's start with righteousness. Righteousness is understood, especially in the Old Testament, as keeping the commandments or the laws of God. That, that, the, that the things that God has set forth, the, the ways in which um, we are to keep ourselves holy or right in this world, that's how we understand what righteousness is. Now, here's the thing about the law or the commandments. Oftentimes, when we hear about the law or the commandments preached about, it, it feels as though they're, they're meant to constrain or to constrict, but actually the law or the commandments of God are the ways in which we keep ourselves from harm. They're kind of like the, the rule of life. That we might have these boundaries that we are good to ourselves and we're also good to our neighbors. Now, here's the thing about the New Testament is that righteousness takes on a more expansive understanding of this God-given quality that is found or embedded within us. That is not out of our own strength, but because God loves us. That Christ meets us. Because if we try to keep up all the rules, we're going to find ourselves failing. When we try to find ourselves failing, then we feel defeated. And when we feel defeated, we just, eh, you know, it's not good. And God keeps us out of that spiral by saying, I'm going to also participate in how you understand yourself wholly, H-O-L-Y, and also wholly, W-H-O-L-L-Y. So when we say that we are righteous... It is not us putting on a spiritualized performance, which is how some people think about being upright, meaning you got to also be uptight. No, 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 no. Take off the T, add the R. Upright, not uptight. That because God is doing something in us, it flows out of our lives. We want to be congruent people. We want to be holy people. We want to be whole people. We want to be full people. Bumping into our holy selves is us bumping into our best selves. To be righteous is to say, I don't want to live an incongruent life. To be righteous means I don't want to live a destructive life. To be righteous means I don't want to commodify myself or to commodify others. To be righteous means that I don't want to live broken or fractured. To be righteous is the way in which God orders our lives that we know ourselves holy, H-O-L-Y, and we live holy, W-H-O-L-L-Y. That we live upright, not uptight. 
when the law lives within us mixed with the grace of God, then there is something that overflows within our lives that we recognize this as God's way of loving us. And so then we say, I don't want to live distant from my best self. I want to be righteous. I want to love myself the way God loves me. And the way that God loves me is by loving me whole. You know, when people get to a place where they recognize they're not living righteous, it's not when they can no longer put on the, let me just jump through the moral hoops show. It's whenever people have a moment in life where they're like, this isn't me. Have you ever been in a relationship and things start to go in a particular way where you're not showing up as your best self and you're just like, mm, this just isn't me? Or when you find yourself in patterns of life where you're numbing yourself or numbing your feelings and you're like, this, something about this isn't me. Or when you're just showing up reckless, just doing the most, and you're like, this isn't me. When you somehow get to a place where you are distant from your holy and holy self. Because when we know ourselves loved, we know ourselves whole. When we know ourselves whole, it is probably because we know what it is to be loved by God. And when we know that we're loved by God, to be righteous is when we want to love ourselves. God loves righteousness. Tick. Because God loves when we love ourselves. Justice. Number two. <laughs> if a fracture of righteousness looks like us saying, this isn't me, I would say a fracture in justice is when we're like, this just isn't us. <laughs> Justice is the act to make things right in the world, to repair harm, to rebuild the things that are broken, to bring together the things that are fractured. Justice is always poking holes at, as, at the world as it is when we know the world as it should be. And justice is the, is the way in which we live out our lives declaring the world as it is, no, 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 because there is a God who creates the heavens and the earth and says that we are very good and also works in us and through us. There is a way that we can show up in the world. Micah says, act justly, love mercy, walk humbly with God. I can now love the world in a radical way and show up in right action. So the, out of my righteousness, because I'm living upright, and I'm living with this God-given quality, when I do things in this world, those things also look just. Because it's always repairing. Everything I'm doing is bringing about some level of repair, not harm. That's justice. It's to love all of God's creation with a God-sized sense of love that we might love the world whole. So that the world reflects the goodness of God in all of its parts. That one day empire might look like kingdom. 
that one day power over will look like power with. And so you hear in scripture when we are to act justly, like to make sure that the widows are taken care of, that, the, that good news is proclaimed to the poor, that those who are hungry, that their stomachs are filled. But let me say something really quickly, okay, friends? Do not leave this place and say, Lisa says that justice is service. And if you do, use somebody else's last name. <laughs> Lisa Tucker. I'm Lisa Yeboah. <laughs> Justice, as it is laid out in Scripture, does not mean us doing mission trips. <laughs> no, Lord Jesus, see that even, no, oh, I got the hives. Justice is not service, although sometimes justice might be unleashed through the things that we do. Justice looks like upturning Literally getting to the thing underneath the thing underneath the thing underneath the thing that causes us to have to go on mission trips. <laughs> when we're met with oppressive systems, to act justly is to dismantle oppressive systems. Okay. When we are met with the ruined cities, justice looks like to rebuild the ruined cities and also to ask by what power was the city ruined? <laughs> it is to live justly like Mary's song of praise about her little baby named Jesus who is going to overthrow princes from their thrones and to bring those of low estate that they might know that they are filled. And Mary, so, let me tell you, the Magnificat, which is found in Luke's gospel, is probably the most just uh, version of like a song, I mean, I'm, I'm like feeling like it's like, if Mary and Biggie Smalls came together, you get the Magnificat in Luke's gospel. Mary is like, my baby Jesus is about to tear it all up. <laughs> about to turn it all around. It's like what we say in Advent, Jesus didn't come to make the world nice. Jesus came to make the world whole. Justice is us participating in right action that we help make the world whole. God loves justice. Do you see why I would love for you to memorize Psalm 33, verse 5? God loves righteousness and justice. The earth is full of the steadfast love of the Lord. The earth is full of the steadfast love of the Lord because you are righteous. Something is flowing from you that is a God-given quality within you. The earth is full of the steadfast love of the Lord. Why? Because the world is, uh, is bumping into justice. <laughs> this right action that is found in your everyday, ordinary life. I now am going to read this passage of Scripture so, different, so differently. God loves righteousness and justice. How I love myself whole and holy. 
not out of my own might and power, but because God loved me so much that God would not leave me as I am. God loves justice that I might love the world whole through right action. That when I say that I accept the power and the freedom that God gives me to resist evil and injustice and oppression in whatever forms they might present themselves, I'm going to actually live that way. Because God wants me to love the world righteously. Now you understand why on Sundays I say I have a righteous anger about fill in the blank. Because I'm going to love the world rightly. As you're reading Psalm 33 verse 5, and you can say with your chest, my God loves righteousness because God loves the way I love myself. My God loves justice because my God loves the way in which right action is unleashed in the world. And that the earth is full of the steadfast love of the Lord. Do you also love righteousness? Do you also love justice? May we love righteousness. May we love justice so that the earth, so that the schools, so that our jobs, so that our church, so that our neighborhoods, so that our communities, so that our lives might be full of the steadfast love of the Lord. May it be so. Amen. Will you pray with me? How deep is your love for us, O oh God? And how deep is your love for the ways in which we love ourselves and for the ways in which we unleash love and right action in this world? God, we ask that where we are, not caring or loving ourselves. That wherever we are living incongruent, that however our gestures to ourselves actually keep us from ourselves, that you would meet us with your steadfast love. And God, we would also ask that wherever we need to divest whether they be from systems, patterns of thinking, or mindset that keep us unjust, that you would meet us with your steadfast love so that we might be just in ourselves and also just in the world. that we would live like 
We have been imbued with power to accept the ability to resist harming others, whether on a micro level or on a macro level. God, simply we ask that you would help us to love the things that you love so that we might love righteousness and love justice so that we can be righteous and we can be just. All this we pray in the strong name of your son, Jesus Christ. And all God's people said, amen.